A mesquite moment in time, a look at what the city was, making it what it is today. If one was to describe Mesquite, Texas during the 20s, the perfect connotations would be a tranquil farming community with law-abiding, hard-working, church-going citizens. All was not quiet and still. In fact, a few exciting incidents took place during the Roaring Twenties in crime and historical significance. First of all, mosquitoes were sent in a frenzy in August of 1924 when a lone highwayman held up the First National Bank. The perpetrator burst into the bank around noon and ordered bank president Charles A. Tosh into the vault, obtained $1,700, slammed the vault door shut, and jumped into a five-passenger Chandler automobile waiting outside and sped off towards Dallas on Syene Road. Sam Vanston heard Tosh pounding on the vault door with a notary seal but couldn't get him out because he didn't know the combination. He eventually got out and about a week later the 22-year-old bandit was caught after entering a cafe on Ackridge Street in Dallas to visit his chorus dancer girlfriend. He laughed off the holdup saying the gun he used wasn't even loaded. The Mesquite and Dallas Police Departments failed to see the humor in this story. Another example of Mesquite's Dodge City-like days stemmed from a heist in January 1926. Four unmasked bandits arrived in downtown at around 1.30 on a Sunday morning. They slugged the night watchman, held him captive, and robbed six businesses. Establishments such as a hardware store, clothing store, the post office, a grocery store, the Mesquite Motor Company, and attempted the train depot but found the safe was too large to dynamite. They made away with over $300 and it's never reported if they were ever caught. The automobile revolution gave Americans a sense of freedom and independence throughout the Roaring Twenties, but not without a price. These unfathomable horseless carriages proved to be pretty dangerous machines, which at times could do more harm to a person than good. For instance, motorists with frozen radiators in the winter were told to mix honey and radiator water together, which would be used as modern-day antifreeze. Interesting occurrences with automobiles took place in Mesquite such as the time Dr. J.B. Bryant began rotating his car crank clockwise, the compressed gasoline vapors in the engine cylinders ignited prematurely, causing the lever to slam backwards against his arm and breaking a few bones. Minor accidents like these were common experiences, but more serious incidents happened more often than usual in the 1920s. Fatal car wrecks. Nothing saddened Mesquite citizens more than the terrible truck-train crash that occurred in August of 1929 a few miles east of Mesquite. The accident happened at 6 o'clock one Sunday evening at a grade crossing where Texas and Pacific's passenger train, the Sunshine Special, smashed into a Model T Ford carrying 14 people and killing 13 of them. The victims were the wife and seven children of Sherwood Badgett and five members of the J.F. McHenry family, the father, mother, and three children. The only survivor was seven-year-old Mary Lee McHenry who was taken to Dallas with critical injuries. The Model T Ford belonged to Mr. McHenry, who had been employed by the area highway construction companies. The Badgett family lived on the Ben Badgett farm a few hundred yards from where the crash took place. The two families who had come from a visit to the zoo in Dallas drove right into the path of the oncoming train at the crossing. This tragedy lived in the memories of many mosquitoes for years to come. On the lighter side, the famed Charles Lindbergh made history in 1927 while becoming the first pilot to fly nonstop solo across the Atlantic Ocean from New York to Paris. Later that year, in September, Lindbergh made a stop in Dallas for a hero's welcome where many mosquitoes were in the crowd to greet him. Dallas later named a major thoroughfare after him, Lindbergh Boulevard, which eventually became Skillman Street in the 40s due to Lindbergh's outspoken support for Adolf Hitler. 
The U.S. Navy's first helium-filled airship was a behemoth 680-foot structure called the Shenandoah, which made many successful flights, including one over Mesquite in June of 1924. According to an eyewitness, it looked like a giant fish, struggling upstream as it passed directly over the buildings on the north side of the square. The following year, the Shenandoah crashed when a violent storm broke it into three pieces over Ohio. The 1920s for Mesquite and all of America was a complete transformation period filled with many ups and downs, but can mostly be remembered for the delightful events. At the tail end of the decade, Wall Street would plummet, sending the United States into a whirl from the Great Gatsby Charleston era to just sheer survival for American families everywhere. As the author of The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald, once remarked, the 1920s was the party stage with fun and excitement, and the 1930s was the hangover the party caused the next morning. Stay tuned next week when we dive into 1930s Mesquite, Texas. I'm Christian Janes, reminding you to subscribe to this radio show's podcast on iTunes and podcast.com and to join 88.5 FM next week for another historical tidbit from a mesquite moment in time.